and welcome to another edition of Professors at Work from the American University of Beirut. I'm Rami Khoury, your host. Every week I speak to a professor or a scholar or a researcher about some dimension of what they are doing in the world of research, uh, engagement in society, any other dimension of the work they do at AUB, why they do it, what they're discovering, and what it means for the rest of us. I'm really pleased today to have as my guest uh, Rima Rantisi, uh, and Rima is a lecturer in creative writing in the English department, uh, and she's the founding editor of Rusted Radishes, Beirut Literary and Art Journal, which just celebrated its 10th year anniversary. Uh, Rima, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me, Rami. So Rusted Radishes is a gem that I only discovered about maybe two, three years ago and uh, started uh, buying it as regularly as I could. And uh, it, uh, I just got the latest issue which you sent me. And it is really quite an extraordinary little publication. It's not so little, it keeps growing. Uh, but it, it, it covers such a wide range of fields of creative work, including uh, essays and fiction, poetry, uh, translation, drama, photography, um, graphic stuff, artwork. I mean, it's really an all-encompassing overview of creativity in, uh, in the Arab region in a way. So uh, you, you mentioned in the latest issue that this all started uh, 10 years ago in a conversation in a Hamra pub, which is one of the places where many creative endeavors start in Beirut. Uh, so take us back to when Rusted Radishes started and how it has developed and what, what is your main purpose in doing this and seeing this uh, great little publication grow into a great big publication? Okay, well, thanks for reading it. Uh, first of all, in 2012, uh, we I had a colleague named Crystal Hoffman. Uh, she's from Pittsburgh. Um, and she was tasked with taking over the literary journal uh, who, which was previously uh, managed by Hassan Zainadine, who also was a, a, a lecturer in the creative writing uh, program. Um, and so, his, you know, what they had was something called the Banyan Tree, and it was a, a black and white uh, journal that was, you know, um, student-run and, uh, and strictly for students. So coming off of that, we basically kind of wanted to envision something new, um, and so we decided on, on something that goes beyond the black and white and goes beyond just the student writing. So we thought, okay, let's, um, uh, so basically to, to, to go back, you know, in the pot. So I knew this was happening and Crystal and I were hanging out, you know, and, uh, having, a uh, our, one of our times together, mm -hmm. uh, which are, are always jolly and uh, funny and, you know and scheming so we were scheming and she goes you got to help me with this journal and i was like let's do it and so we started and we started we sat down with a few of our students of our writing students and uh we started coming up with what might work uh we decided to make it interdisciplinary uh because we have great artists and we also have great designers at ab um we thought okay well we don't how about we expand it beyond uh, students and let's put professors work, but also people outside of AB and beyond. And let's not confine it to Lebanon, but also diaspora. At the time, we were trying to highlight Lebanese um, 
uh, Lebanese work, uh, and because we weren't sure how um, how how you know how far our reach was going to be. So we started off small in that regard, but um, in terms of uh, discipline, we we opened it up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where we that's where we started. But then over the years, each year it it, it grew and grew and grew in different ways, um, basically because of people's interest in it and you know um, uh, people approaching us about you know joining the team. So right. besides students, uh, we had we started um, you know we had we got more and more faculty involved. Uh, Crystal unfortunately left after that first year, so I actually took on the first uh, publication mm-hmm. of the journal. Um, and now and then, so we later we we expanded to the region. Um, we went online. That changed that changed everything uh, or a lot, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. we, we became bilingual, so you actually have the English section, but there's also the Arabic section. Um, and so we, we are def- we are now Arabic and English, and, and the Arabic um, section is uh, edited by Professor Zainab Halabi, mm-hmm. who has brought a, a wonderful world of uh, literature to to the journal, um, highlighting you know very kind of edgy work in Arabic, contemporary uh, new writers. Um, Wow. And we also have Omar uh, Musmar, who is our, our editor. So before we kind of all kind of had our input in the art, but then later we got our editor. Um, we also have Lina Ghaibi on board who came to me and said, hey, I want to publish graphic narratives. I'm like, yes, yeah. come. And she's like, would you have me? I said, would I have you? <laughs> so wow. like, you know, this was, it was so great to me because she's such a wonderful artist. Um, yeah. and And, you know, just person extraordinaire so yeah go ahead so I was just saying that you know we expanded kind of organically and that the work the work that we were doing brought more and more interest to it whether from the people who were submitting or the people who wanted to work with us uh, from students the faculty to others so it's kind of and and most recently we've had kind of new collaborations with um you know, some academic work, you know, like ethnography work um, uh, and other organizations that kind of say, oh, we love your platform. Can we publish our work there? And, you know, as long as the editorial, we approve of it on, on the editorial level, we're, we're happy to to do that. Right. But this is not a peer reviewed journal. This is a editorial creative journal um, that is managed by a group of editors, right? Yes, yes. So you decide yourselves what is acceptable, what is not acceptable? Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, so uh, uh, we don't have a lot of time in our 20-minute podcast, unfortunately. But tell me, um, broadly speaking, uh, when you have this range of creative talent in many different disciplines, um, do you find that there is a common thread that runs through all of these um, men and women and um, young and old and whatever, uh, people who have something that they want to say, um, is there a common theme that uh, comes through the work that, that you publish? Uh, I think there's no common theme. I think that there's common maybe themes that resonate more with this part of the world. Um, 
uh, I think there's trends that we see that, you know, we can kind of, we, we can justify, you know, kind of theorize why they might happen. For example, the money issue had probably the lowest, which is our 10th issue, the latest one that you read. Um, that's probably the lowest number of submissions we've ever gotten. So we mm -hmm. were kind of theorizing why, because it's actually literally all we talk about is money and yeah, exactly, yeah. so it's been so we thought well this must have to do this has to do with maybe economic reasons and you know uh being overworked and not having time to write um and create art or maybe processing because that happened also with health and illness which was a which was a call that we put out before the pandemic hit Right. Um, and then we kind of extended the call. We we did get a lot of submissions for that, but the Corona or the COVID uh, submissions didn't really, you know, flood in like we thought they would. And that also we thought maybe what this was part of the processing because we do get, we do, we get work from everywhere actually. But, um, and, and in this latest issue, we have a Libyan writer and Palestinian and Egyptian and, uh, you know, uh, from mm -hmm. all over and Tunisian, but it, it's like I think from the Lebanese side we had a little bit less actually. So um, in in your work in your uh, teaching of creative writing and in your publishing of rusted radishes, um, is it your aim to give expression to a lot of individual views from creative people, or is it your aim to try to reflect what are the big issues that matter to people in our society as these are issues are reflected by creative people who dare to speak and write and paint and and sing and dance and do all the stuff they do in the public realm i mean i think that you know what it, how it started was we had really great students and we thought there's really a lot of good writing um that's happening and and we were seeing our students excel uh, in our classes. So uh, besides that, we knew that there is so much, so much happening. So, you know, the art world in Beirut, especially yeah. is like, you know, it's, it's very vibrant. So we wanted to kind of uh, harness that um, and highlight it. But also, Rami, you know well that you know, there isn't a... Um, you know, training, uh, we do a lot of training, you know, we do a training of our editors, uh, of our writers that, who were helping the young writers, because part of our, our cachet is that we have, you know, these young writers published next to established writers. Right. So, um, so, you know, so a student can be published next to Marilyn Hacker, and it's a beautiful harmony. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so this is what we what, what we're trying to do is saying, okay, you know, part of our mission and part of what we're very interested in is um, the training and the teaching of writing. And right. that it's not very, uh, it's not prevalent in, in the Arab world. We don't have program, we don't have writing programs, creative writing programs that are pumping out um, MFAs like we do in the US and like in, the, in Canada and, you know, and in Europe. So, right. This is something that is extremely important to all of the dis artistic disciplines, you know, to be able to um, express. Of course, you know, on the art side, Omar can speak more about that. But, uh, you know, the interdisciplinary 
part of that, it, you know, also kind of makes it so people will pick it up, also more likely to pick it up, or a, at least a wider, because uh, you know, literary journals, they're always like on the bottom shelf of a, of a library or, <laughs> you know, or like a bookstore. No, people don't really pick them up as often as novels and other things. So it's really, and, and Zena shares this with me, you know, kind of like uh, encouraging the love for, um, for literature, especially in Arabic, where, you know, um, the, the, the con contemporary literature is a much smaller, uh, uh, has much, you know, small, it's much narrower than, than we have in English. Right. Yeah, I, I teach narrative writing at AUB, and uh, I'm, I'm always struck by the uh, daring um, nature of the students and what they write about. Mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, our job um, in teaching, as we do, is to help them do that better and better so they, affect, they communicate their ideas more effectively uh, to their audiences, but they're full of ideas and they're full of daring. They're, you know, they're not afraid to speak out, whether it's sectarianism, sexuality, politics, colonialism, right. uh, corruption. The, the, you know, the, this, we have fearless populations in the Arab uh, region, and uh, and they're half of them are out on the streets. They're human. I mean, they're just you know, these the, these subjects are are human literary artistic subjects that are you know have no no censor there's no censor um so i i i think that you're always going to find uh, a story um that includes uh, a homosexual character or um you're gonna you're gonna find things that maybe the western world is not going to expect from the arab world but for us it's just life you know uh so so yeah and um, do you uh, find that the uh, demand for the journal is increasing? People are buying in more and more? Uh, definitely. I, I, I don't think, well, because we're online, uh, I don't really judge the, um, I mean, definitely there's a lot of people buying it uh, mm -hmm. these days. They're interested. The bookshops are interested. They're highlighting it, especially that we're, you know, in a economy where local is, you know, uh, more desired, um, uh, in, in some, ca in some cases, but, uh, what the measure is the interest of, you know, people coming to us and that has increased quite a bit in the last few years. Um, right. uh, for whatever reasons, except I, I mean, I attribute it to, I guess the good work we've been doing, um, and the, and the good people and, you know, that we have on board. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you're invested, then you're you're willing to you're happy to share, and so we have sort of expanded in that way. And I can see that from uh, reactions. I can see it from our numbers on the website. You know, from visitors on the website. I can see it from invitations that we get. Um, so so there's definitely this sort of uh, uh, this growth that is felt right now. Yeah. And uh, the online version is free for anybody to read? Well, the online, what we do, we have a little bit of different, we, we, we put all of our issues actually for open access. Um, the only one we didn't uh, put as open access was last uh, issue nine, because uh -huh. we were trying to sell it in this economy. We're trying to sell it to an external audience uh, on this uh, form called Exact Editions, but it really didn't catch on. So we're going back to open access and we'll have to do some fundraising 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we we do have our issues there, but we also put different um, we have different content on the website because we also do um, webzine series. So you'll find a whole different kind of you'll find all kinds of different series there uh, beyond the issue. Um, and if people want to contact you or submit uh, text or creative work, uh, that's what's the uh, what's the uh, contact email? The, well, the protocol is all on our website, like the submission guidelines. Um, you'll find out about calls on our social media, on our website. Um, if they want to, if anyone has a, a question, they'll find the emails on on the website. Uh, so it's it's really it's really accessible and easy. And what's the website link? Rusted radishes. Yeah, rustedradishes.com. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay, that's easy. <laughs> and, uh, and um, do you see a trend uh, changing over the years? You've been doing this 10 years now. Are there, uh, especially regionally, in Lebanon, of course, there's more preoccupation with the with the fractured state and the corruption and the stress on people's lives. Uh, but if you look regionally as well as in Lebanon, is there an evolution and what are the big issues that people care about and therefore they're writing about? Hmm. Well, I mean... Um... Hmm. Uh, political, economic, personal, sexual, cultural, gender. Or uh, it- I I think that there is definitely a lot of personal writing. Uh, you know, we don't get as much fiction as we do get personal essays, mm-hmm. um, and that's true also in Arabic, which I find interesting. Um, and because we 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 call for themes, uh, they're always within the themes that we. Are requesting uh, so. Um, I mean, for this issue, we had some very. Uh, I, I don't know if you if you read the one about the Tunisian Central Bank, mm-hmm. um, and so you find that some common things like this kind of themes of corruption, um, themes of disaster. These kinds of things came up quite a bit throughout uh, this last issue. Um, you know, uh, so I mean, just because it was about money and and it goes hand in hand, mm. I guess. Um, yeah, and what's the link in your uh, in your mind between and your experience? The link between publishing this journal uh, in the public sphere and what you do teaching students at AUB. Um, you know, some people would say, well, this isn't really what a university normally does, or is it? Well, in the U.S., uh, every English department uh, has, well, for most bigger places or, or even smaller places, they, they have a literary journal uh, in-house. Ours is not necessarily in-house. It's it's supported by AUB, um, but it's not fully institutionalized in the, in the university. Um, but in terms of how, of how it relates to my teaching, uh, I've come to see it going hand in hand because, um, uh, you know, I, there was oftentimes I do, I do give students an option, you know, to submit their work. If I find, you know, that it's a really, of really high quality, uh, I might solicit them. And sometimes, oftentimes that's their first, um, publication and it gets them, uh, into the world of publishing, where in in a desert of publishing. I mean, it's not a desert, but you know, we at least a foot in um, yeah. into the world of publishing in the Middle East. Which actually, I shouldn't say desert because we do have a lot of new um, uh, new publications in the Middle East that are wonderful. 
Um, but there, if you, it, relatively speaking, there aren't as many. Um, right. As in, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and and um, the the evolution of the whole publishing world in the region with the advent, I mean, in the in the whole world, not just the region, but in our region, the traditional publishing giants, the newspapers, web magazines, some of the journals, many of them have uh, fallen by the wayside, and uh, the uh, world of online media, social media, has taken over a lot of the space and. What does that mean for your contributions and the people who who write uh, send you submissions? Or, um, are there, are there enough people still who want to write uh, six, eight hundred, three thousand word essays, whatever? Well, here's the thing, Ami, is that you know we we're vol we're volunteer based. Um, we don't have a big grant, which you know we're actually working on because it's come. After 10 years, we had to do some reflecting. You know, we, we, we love this thing. And we are also in the middle of a collapse as professors, you know, before we could manage doing this on the side. Um, but it's not for the me, it's not on the side. It's, it takes up a lot of time. Right. Um, and so when it comes to, to um, writers, it's the same, you know, and uh, they need to get paid. And this is uh, our, our goal that the writers and the artists get paid. We were lucky to get an, a, a small AFOC grant. Um, in 2020, and we were able to pay the Arabic writers for um, the, the past few issues, and and for a web scene for a web series coming up. Um, but you know we have to work on the English section, and we need to be able to pay people. So once that happens, uh, we'll definitely get more submissions. I'm sure. Well, we you know we average pretty well, and and like I said, we get a lot of um, young people and establish who we solicit. Um, a lot of people are interested and happy to, to offer their work uh, for free, but I, it's, I don't, I'm not really, I'm, my mind has changed about this, that like, I'm convinced that we need to pay people, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's work and we need to treat it as such. Well, it is, and creative work is, uh, has a value. I mean, people are paid for photos, for paintings. You pay to go watch a play, to watch a movie. Uh, so uh, eventually, people should get paid for their uh, for their writing, even if it starts with nominal sums and then grows. Um, Rima, we're almost out of time. I want to ask you one last question. Looking ahead to the future, uh, do you have any clear new plans to evolve rusted radishes in uh, in any way? Uh, and do you have any plans to engage in public activities beyond publishing? The journal, for instance, are you th thinking of, you know, collaborating with drama people to do things on stage, collaborating with artists for shows, uh, public events where people read some of their uh, text or things of that nature, not just people reading it online? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be quick, Rami. I'm glad you asked me this question uh, about you know what's the vision with you know how where where's rusted radishes going. I'm gonna tell you that, but just to answer in terms of how do we interact in public, uh, I, I didn't mention we also have Melia Ayesh on our team who is um, now um, a professor in in the U.S. and she um, she was with us for the longest at AUB and uh, she's a drama um, she's our she's our drama editor. Anyway, so she uh, she uh, she did a show. For example, I mean, we do a lot of we do a lot of public events. Uh, we've had three pu public events in the past three months. Um, she did a play, and we we took part in in helping her promote it and uh, 
and, and stuff like that. And we do these kinds of things a lot. Uh, again, there's limited resources, but we do as much as we can. We want to do more workshops. We want to do residencies. Um, ultimately, you know, I mean, what is the ultimate goal is to to have a creative writing program, you know, to to actually um, uh, go go with it, go for it. it we we oh. need to have, we need to have something for uh, we need to have something in this region that is a training center, is something that focuses on writing, and we take it seriously. Um, right. so that's my dream. Um, whether that's within AUB or outside AUB depends depends on AUB. <laughs> but right, now, right now, almost all your work is done within AUB, even though we get writers from outside. But uh, it's an it's an AUB based journal. Um, it's I mean it's uh, we it's kind of in and out. No, it's both. I mean it's you know we don't have an office there. We don't have uh, we we store we have support from there. Um, but uh, and our our editors have largely come from AUB. Yeah. So, I mean, AV is a great resource uh, for us and, and essential. Um, but we also, uh, you know, are looking outward as well. So it all depends on, you know, what is the vision, uh, how we put forward a vision for the future for writing in, in, in Lebanon and in the region. You know, do, are we going to, to go for it? I, and this is what I'm, I'm interested in, you know. Yeah. I, I can't help but ask you one more question. Uh, where did the name Rusted Radishes come from? And, sec and link to that, what will readers learn if they read your uh, texts, your journal, that they're not going to learn if they watch Jazeera in Arabic or in Nahar or Al Ahram or whatever um, online mainstream publications? What are they going to learn from Rusted Radishes that they can't learn from the existing media? Uh, well, first, I'll just start with the name. The name is, uh, you know, was uh, a thing where we sat around a table. What are we going to name the journal? We put down a bunch of words, uh, concrete words, and we started, you know, crisscrossing. I mean, we really had no, there was nothing that was meaningful for us to, to you know, so we decided on an image. Mm -hmm. uh, and the first image uh, was a very garage band image. Um, and uh, it was like Black Sparrow or something like that. And so I took the I took the name to a design to to May Rebe. I took, and she looked. She just said, "All I see is a dead bird." And uh, <laughs> oh, it was burnt sparrow. That's right. She's like, "All I see is a dead bird." And I was like, I went back to the team. I'm like, we can't do this. Wow. Um, so we we looked at the second option, and it was rusted radishes. And something kind of clicked with it, in that you know. Um, it just felt like both images came from our surroundings and it doesn't mean anything. It's just an image. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what will readers learn from, from you that they don't learn from the online established Arab media? Uh, it's literature and art. So it gets to the heart of matters um, in a way uh, that, you know, also cares about form. You know, and so whether it's a, a, a poem in the form of a letter um, or it's a, a flash piece or, you know, um, a monologue uh, drama piece, uh, they're all getting to the heart of, of an issue uh, in, in, in depth. And so it's, 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 not, um, it's not trendy 
Our, our journal is not trendy. It's not. Um, it, it's it's meant to be on the edge. It's meant to be past the edge if it if if it needs be. Um, okay. So what you learn from it is what you learn from any great literature, or any great art. That you know, I mean, getting part of the human condition from people whose voices are from this part of the world and uh, or connected to it. Part of the human condition. That sounds like something worth uh, reading. <laughs> uh, uh, we've run out of time. Uh, Rima Rantisi, thank you so much. Rima is the is a lecturer in creative writing at AUB and the founding editor uh, of Rusted Radishes, Beirut Literary and Art Journal, uh, which is available online and you can buy printed copies and uh, it's rustedradishes.com is where you'll find all this information. Thank you for being with us, Rima. Thank you so much, uh, Rami. You bet. And thanks to the audience for joining us. I uh, hope you join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Professors at Work. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.